Hey, how are you? This is Scott Bryant Comstock, and you are listening to the Kundalini Chronicles, episode three. And on, on today's episode, remember, these are short episodes that focus on a particular topic that has been brought to light in my consciousness, frankly, due to my own awakening, which happened a year ago. And, and if you want to catch up, if you're new to the podcast and you're thinking, what in the heck is Scott? What, what happened to Scott? What the heck is he talking about? What's this awakening stuff? Go back to episode one. Uh, and that will get you caught up to speed. In fact, you can work through all the episodes. They're all relatively short. But anyway, today, I want to talk about communication and how my communication is different since my awakening experience of a year ago. And, and when I say different, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I've been communicating my, you know, my, my whole life, of course, but, uh, my, I've made my living communicating. So I don't, I don't want to say that, that it's different. Let's just say that I'm more aware of what's going on when I communicate with people. And for you, and by the way, man, I'm thrilled you're here. I am, yeah, I'm really glad you're I'm really looking forward to this conversation with you. But for you today, what I want you to think about, it's real easy. Just think about how you communicate. You know, kind of what goes into the process. And I'm going to share with you an example that happened yesterday. I like to keep it fresh, like to keep it real. Uh, I want to share an example of uh, a communication interaction that I had, and I'm going to break it down for you. And uh, ought to be interesting. I'll tell you what. But here's the thing about communication that, that, that for me, what's different since my awakening, any conversation I have, this conversation I'm having with you, uh, any, any conversation I have, whether it's in my consulting business, my coaching business, whether it's just talking to a friend, I am unable to turn this off. <laughs> but the communication is in stereo. And you're probably saying, what? What are you talking about, stereo? So I, well, all I can tell you is, is that when I cracked open, you know, I have this whole universe kind of cosmic tidal wave that happens inside my head, inside my body, every moment of the day. It's 24-7. I can't turn it off. Don't want to turn it off. I don't know how to turn it off. Uh, and I'm frankly still trying to figure out what the heck it is. But anyway, it's going. That's the river in my head raging along. But what I find is, is that when I'm in conversation, it's a stereo conversation. What I mean by that, think of stereo as two channels, right? So on the uh, left channel, let's say, uh, I've got the material world um, channel. And that's where words live, right? And that's where, you know, all of the judgments and the insecurities and all of that live. But that's the word channel, basically, because we use words like I'm doing now to convey what it is we want to say. But the right channel is what I call the universe channel. I'm sure there's a better name for it, but I, I can't think of a better name. At least not right now. Maybe you can. Let me know. But the universe channel, and the universe channel doesn't give a flip about words. Doesn't use words. The universe channel is that direct 
main line to the universe. And for me, it's that main line into the raging river between my ears and my head that connects me to the universe, which actually isn't really connecting me because it already is the universe. And yeah, yeah, you can kind of go on and on and round and round on that one. But let's just say, think of it this way. The, <laughs> the left channel is regular unleaded, right? And the right channel is the high octane stuff, man. Stuff they put in race cars. And, and, and so when I'm in conversation, both of those are happening. So I'm hearing the words and I'm processing on the left channel and that kind of the material world. But when I really choose to pay attention and really want to get an understanding of what's going on with the person I'm talking with, I focus on the right channel. And that's deep, right channel. I mean, that is like, woof. That's where visions come in. That's where um, I get, I am not a psychic. So let's be real clear about that. But I guess if you believe in psychics, that's kind of must be where they hang out because when I'm in the right channel, things happen. And uh, what's weird is that they're usually accurate. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Yep, there we go. Anyway. So when I say it's, it, it, I, I'm probably communicating the same way, hopefully better, but now I'm just really, really aware of this stereoscopic nature of the communication. There's a material part of it, which usually tries to dominate. And then there's the universe part of it, which when I let it out, when my fragile ego can let go for a few minutes, Holy mackerel, the, you know, it's 10 times more effective of a communication strategy. And ironically, there's no words involved. So just, just right now, because, you know, we're only here together for another, you know, five or 10 minutes at most. So just think about this for a minute. When you communicate with people, let's say it's in your work, uh, let's say it's with your partner, what's operating more? The material side, where's all the words and the kind of constructions of what makes sense, what doesn't? Or is it the intuitive side, that kind of feeling side? And, and I know you've experienced this when you're in conversation with somebody, you know something's wrong or you know something's right, right? Well, where's that coming from, right? It's not coming from the material side. It's coming from that other side. For me, I call it the universe side, the side that's uncluttered and taps in to the essence of the other person. It's powerful, folks. And, and, you know, I'm not here to tell you what you need to do. I'm just here to tell you what's happened to me and what I'm doing. But I am working and I am a work in progress but I'm working on listen more to that universe side than I do that material side in any conversation I'm having. And, I'm, and this is wild, but in my coaching business, I'm telling you, I'm relying more and more on this universe side and whew, the impact is astounding. It's pretty exciting, actually. So that's the message today. 
I just want you to take some time and think about how you communicate. Think and just just kind of track yourself and say, what do I do when that intuitive part comes up and the, and I sort of have a feeling that something's happening here? How do I deal with that? How do I process that? Um, I just want you to pay attention to it and maybe give yourself the gift of letting that drive the train in the conversation. How's that for a wild hair? I know, right? So I know that you might be going, Scott, what, what, what the hell are you talking about? I mean, they, you know, well, what are you talking about? So I thought today, instead of a poem, I'm going to read you a letter. So I was in a, uh, I, I was in a group, yes, a, a Zoom call, and the person leading the conversation uh, was, you know, teaching. It was a teaching moment, right? And uh, was talking. And as I was listening to him talk, very aware that the, both channels are operating, and I tuned out on the words channel and really focused on the universe channel in my communication stereo system. And uh, this is what uh, this is what came out of that. So I wrote him this letter. I'm mailing it after I finish this podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll see what he says. So here's the letter for you. I'm calling this communicating in stereo. Here's the letter. When I speak to you, the conversation is always in stereo. One channel engages the material you, the you that is of this world. You know, objective, emotional, serious, funny, playful, thoughtful, and creative. All of the things that are of this world. Now, the other channel is like a pipeline to the universe. A rhythmic, pulsing wave of light. Not warm, not cold, but all-encompassing in a warm and comforting way. I know that kind of sounds paradoxical, but, you know, my ego has to wrap this around in some kind of explanation. So, yeah, so it's not warm, it's not cold, but it's comforting in a warm and comforting kind of way. Right. The words that come from my mouth in the material channel do their part and they do it well. It doesn't matter what the words are. What matters is the impact the words have on the visual and auditory clues I pick up from you. All right, I'm going to stop the letter for a minute. And I, I really want you to listen to this. If you're in the business of helping people or engaging people, this is important when you think, when you're speaking to someone. So here's what I tell them. I say, what matters is the impact the words have on the visual and auditory clues I pick up from you. The words that come from me are on a very specific mission as the sound waves leave my mouth and travel to your ears. Do you like me? Check. Do I entertain you? Check. Do I make you laugh? Check. Do my words make you think better of me? Check. Do my words validate me? Check. The material channel in my head is a fragile place to be. Like the peacock fluffing his plume, I constantly flex my words, seeking your approval. The other channel, the universe channel, 
is tuned to the river in my head, the cosmic universe of sound and light. And my full attention is on bathing your soul with the energy of the universe. I mean, it's as if I create a tributary off of the river that flows from my head directly into your being, filling you with healing light. How strange it is that simultaneously I can use my words in our conversation to feed my insecure ego, caring more about how you perceive me than focusing on you. And at the same time, from the other stereo channel, bathing you with love and light, knowing from deep inside my being that all that really matters is sharing the essence of the universe. Words are unnecessary props for universe dialogue. Words are tried and true props for material dialogue, but unnecessary for universe dialogue. And that's where the stereoscopic dance ensues. The blend of the universe conversation taking place on one channel and the material world conversation taking place on the other. My effectiveness as a communicator probably could be measured by my ability and actually my willingness to let the universe channel have a moment or two to be in charge before the material channel barges in and takes over. When I listen to you talk, as I did today, in a situation where I did not interrupt, but just listened, now that was bliss. When I am able to keep my ego in check and just listen, magic happens. It's a most beautiful thing. As you spoke, I closed my eyes and absorbed the energy in your voice. I heard the words, but quickly focused not on the material channel where words live, but on the universe channel where the essence of all of us lives. And I heard you loud and clear, brother. I heard your compassion. I heard your doubt. I heard your faith. And I say I heard those things, but that's not quite right. It's more like I became those things. I merged with you. Yes, I heard the words on the material channel and I understood them, but they were like elevator music in the background of the cosmic connection taking place between the river in my head and your essence. And as you continue to talk, our essence is merged like an electromagnetic force field. And while we were in the midst of a Sufi dance on one channel, in material words on the other channel, your teacher appeared. Now, I have no idea <laughs> who your teacher is, but he, at least I think it was a he, appeared. And he had a, a, a bemused, lo loving smile on his face. Now, I have to laugh at that description for I, I couldn't see him. I have the slightest idea what he looks or sounds like, but I could feel him. He wanted me to let you know that he was pleased with you and your contribution to nurturing the human spirit through your teachings. It was a very powerful moment 
and part of this whole Kundalini experience that I'm still trying to wrap my head around. And it brought tears to my eyes. And uh, I'm not sure you noticed on the Zoom call, but if you saw me crying, that was why. He was sitting there chuckling, full of love, enjoying you. And again, I have no visual reference for that. It was just a feeling that was infused in my soul. The more focused I was on listening to you talk, the stronger the universe channel became. The words on the material channel were quite content to be elevator music. And the music, the river, flowed mightily on the universe channel, flooding me and flooding you with the message that you needed to hear on this day with no words needing to be spoken. Oh my, well, that's communicating in stereo. I hope you got something out of the letter. Uh, and, and, and I hope you'll take a little bit of time today to just think about your own communication. When are you communicating on the material channel? And when are you communicating on the universe channel? And really, I guess the, the opportunity for all of us is to become more aware of how we communicate and try to get a little balance. Because I know that when I'm spending all my time on the material channel, man, that's an exhausting place to be. So, hey, think about it. And you know what? If you got a thought, if this touched you in some way, if you got a, a comment, a question, you know what to do. Make an audio file on your phone and email it to info at theoptimisticadvocate.com. We'll put it on the air. So great to be with you today. All right. Well, listen, uh, make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Obviously, leave us a comment, send us a note. We'd love to hear from you. See ya. We're happy to share whatever we've got.